Across the Netflix stream, I'm Ward. This is your resource for Netflix. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Twitter, and Facebook. Cross the Netflix stream. Contact us. Let us know what you think, what you've seen, and what we should see. Go to our website to find all of our older episodes, written reviews, and Netflix news. Cross the Netflix stream.com. Also watched Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World, Hitch, and The Naked Gun from the Files of the Police. In Master Commander, it's a 2003 movie. During the Napoleonic Wars, a brash British captain pushes his ship and crew to their limits in pursuit of a formidable French war vessel around South America. And what makes this movie is the stunning production. It lends credibility to this engrossing tale of a brash captain chasing a ship that's better than his ship in every way. It is set during the 1800s, but man, that realism is just impressive. From the naval battles to life under the main deck, this weaves action, life at the time, and character moments perfectly. And in less than 10 minutes, I was down for this movie. I mean, it is just a period movie on a ship. That alone has piqued my interest. And this is a movie that I feel like I've seen, but I'm not quite sure. Like, I definitely, I just remember thinking I'd seen it. But then I watched this, and I do not at all remember having this strong reaction to it. I just remember thinking, oh, that's an okay movie. I watched it this time, and I thought it was awesome. Just straight up awesome. I mean, from the first scene... I love it. It's small. It's intense. You've got one of the ship's crew. He's got his little eyeglass, spyglass, whatever it is, and he's looking into the fog trying to see if he saw another ship. He saw something. He wasn't sure what it was. He's straining to see what it is. I'm straining to see if there's anything in the fog, and then we see this burst of orange in the fog. It's a cannonball, and man, the destruction is immense. The ship... I can't remember what it's called, Jack Aubrey, Captain Jack Aubrey's ship, played by Russell Crowe. His ship takes beating, and this is all in 10 minutes. I thought it was just great, great look at everything. The injuries, the devastation from these fights, it's brutal, it seems realistic, and this is a movie that took great pains to be accurate. This is based on two novels. They combined the two novels. One had a chase, one had a big fight. Took them both, made this movie, and the authenticity was paramount. They took great pains to make this authentic. They had two historians on set during filming, and even the small details they created, the rope on the ship, all of it was handmade, and get this, the reason they handmade it is that modern rope has a right-hand lay, it's the way it spirals, well, ship rope used on the ship at the time would have had a left-hand lay, so they handmade all the rope, just so that detail is realistic, and it's crazy, but it just, when you watch this, everything seems right and real and authentic, and it's got to be because it is. I mean, if they're going to go to that kind of detail on the rope, you better believe they're going to go to that kind of detail on everything. So we get this cool battle in the beginning, and then we kind of get into these character moments because Captain Arby, he wants to chase his ship. It's faster, it's stronger, it's better, and it seems like he just kind of wants revenge, but he's got to be incapable of actually getting it. I mean, how is he going to get revenge on this ship? So we, we kind of see life on this boat. You've got the doctor who's best friends with the captain, and he often kind of asks Captain Jack, you really think it's a good idea? I mean, the men, you're pushing to the limit. Can they make it? And Jack says, this is what we're doing. This is where we're going to go. Man, this movie, it is awesome. One of my favorite movies I've seen this year, that initial naval battle. It was a huge production. It got my attention. And then this movie became more character-focused. We get just some amazing scenes with the captain. There's one where the mast snaps in half. It's whisked in the sea. It's pulling the ship down. Except one of his crewmen is on that mast in the water, and he has to make a decision. It's a great moment. It is near wordless, but it's perfect. Now, a lot of the crew is nameless, and the few we do, we are introduced to, they have a nice impact. They are not on the screen very long, but they have a nice impact, and I don't like that. I mean, this 
movie does a lot with a little in in regards to its character. The big climactic battle, there's cannons, there's swords, there's gun. Everything about this movie is impressive. Master Commander, it is definitely worth checking out. I enjoyed the heck out of that. Hitch. Hitch comes all the way back from 2005, and this is very much light-hearted movie. While helping his client, while helping his latest client woo the woman of his dreams, a professional date doctor, and that's Will Smith, who's perfect for this role, he finds that his game isn't quite working on the gossip columnist he's pursuing. That is Eva Mende. Will Smith completely carries this movie. His charisma, perfect. This looks at dating etiquette, with Smith as someone who knows how to cut right through it. And the writing is fun. You get a little bit back and forth between him and Mendez as they're kind of not quite bickering, but you know how it is when they're kind of flirting, kind of bickering. It's got a lot of that. Kevin James is perfect as the incredibly awkward, bumbling guy that needs help. And definitely that he needs help. Now, this does end completely predictably, but you know what? It's a fun time getting there. This this movie, I kind of rate it. It depends. If you want just great, fine, far-reaching, deep cinema, well, this is not it. But if you just want a fun movie that's nice, relaxing, just kind of kick back and watch, not have to think too hard about, this is it. It's very much enjoyable. This is back in a time where Will Smith made enjoyable, comprehensible movies. He's a date doctor. He's smooth. But he's not just, he's not there to help guys just get laid. He wants to make sure, he always makes sure his clients really love the woman they're pursuing. So, you know, he's a good guy. And when he get, gets a client that just wants to have a one-night stand, he's like, no, I don't do that. That's not how I work. Of course, he meets even Mendez. She's gruff. She, you know, just not interested in all that dating stuff. And I guess it's a thrill of the hunt. He's interested. I thought it was really cool when they first meet the way he tells her, oh, in a normal situation, a guy might say this or do that. And he says, well, I'm not going to do that. It completely takes her off guard. And then he's got these really neat little dates set up. There's even a Cyrano de Bergerac moment where Smith is behind a door telling Kevin James what to do because he's really nervous, talking to one of his dreams. There's conflict because even Mendez thinks that Will Smith's job as a date doctor is just to get men laid. And, you know, he eventually lets her know that love, light, fun, enjoyable, that's Hitch. It depends. I mean, if you hear this description, you think, okay, maybe, you know, if you want a night where you just want to kick back, it's good for that. It's not a must-see. It's not, it's not going to change your world or anything. I mean, it would be a weird movie if it did. I, I don't know. I don't know where you'd fall where that would happen. And then the naked gun from the files of the police squad. Incompetent police detective Frank Drebin must foil an attempt to assassinate Queen Elizabeth II. This is a silly movie. It is over the top. It's a style of comedy that we just don't see much of anymore. It gave way to the spoof, spoof movies that possess no actual content. And based on pointing at scary movie and movies of that ilk which instead regurgitate scenes others create instead of trying to create anything themselves now naked gun is full of exaggeration non-seculars gags and this movie kind of it plays it straight it's serious to a large degree but it just has these ludicrous situations that and they they turn it around on the viewer they just completely subvert your expectations this is a cop movie first it makes fun of the usual tropes second it's completely silly and if you like that, you're going to love this movie. Me, I just don't like silly comedies like that. This did spawn a trilogy of films, and it's based on the short-lived ABC television show. I don't know. I mean, I just watching this, I think of Scary Movie. Now, and I'm not saying they're on the same level. Scary Movie really is just scraping the bottom of the barrel. The Naked Gun, it spoofed tropes. Scary Movie spoofed entire scenes, strung them together just until it reached the 90-minute mark. There's no... not any really content scary movie. Now, Naked Gun, it has a high degree of creativity, but I just don't like the genre. And I get why people think this is funny, but much like how I understand why people like Airplane, 
it's just not for me. It's just the type of, and it's also, it's the type of movie that becomes funnier the more you watch it. You need to watch it multiple times. And you, you almost kind of play a game with the movies. You watch along, you know what's coming. I've only seen this movie once. So I'm just coming to it a little bit late. It's really, it's a relic of its time more than anything else. And while I don't know what the opening credits are specifically, specifically referencing, I'm sure there are opening credits where to a cop show that follow the flashing lights. This takes it a step further. It takes everything a step further. That is this movie's calling card taking it a step further. It has the car defy lights to enter a house and later end up on a roller coaster. There are a lot of jokes based on how obtuse Frank Drebin is, and Nielsen plays that part very well. Frequently, we're lured into expecting one thing based on innuendo and colloquial phrases, and the joke makes it literal. Drebin is searching for a clue. He opens a drawer, exclaiming bingo, and you're thinking, ah, he must have found that clue. No, no, he has just found a bingo card. And this even has Reggie Jackson. Uh, you know, it's, I think it's a movie... I think it's worth seeing just to see how far comedy has come, what comedy has done and can do, and just getting that history. But as far as a movie you really need to see, other than the history aspect of it, I don't know. I mean, this movie just doesn't do it for me. So I don't know. Mixed bag, I suppose. Nat is what I've watched. Go to our website, crossthenetflixstream.com. This is your portal to find us on social media, our written reviews, news, previews, and videos. You can email me directly, ward at crossthenetflixstream.com. Go to iTunes or your preferred podcast player. Rate this, review it. I would appreciate it. I watch movies on Netflix so you don't have to.